Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Southminster Presbyterian Church's regular podcast. Now that we are through Advent and Epiphany and into, uh, well, we were in ordinary time, Josh, mm-hmm. but we're on the uh, cusp of Lent. So uh, it's good to be back. Good to be here doing this again. Yeah, it's, you know, it's something special that I think we enjoy doing in these kind of high holy times, right? Yeah. We had yeah. Advent and Epiphany, and now we're on to Lent and Easter. And so we wanted to come back and do a little bit of an Ash Wednesday podcast yeah. for those that um, aren't are unable to come to the Ash Wednesday and Agape meal, Agape meal uh, tonight. And so that's uh, what we wanted to do. And so we uh, hope that this is a centering time for you, that you can um, center yourself and maybe come back to it uh, throughout your Lenten journey. Um, we're going to be using Feasting on the Words uh, worship companion and we're just going to be kind of going through the liturgy that they have um, out for. Um, so uh, let's all take a breath in and take a breath out and let us prepare our hearts to worship God. And we, we call you to worship uh, with these words. Uh, we come to worship God as the Lenten season begins, aware of our frailty and our failings. We come seeking God's mercy, acknowledging our mortality. Having received the waters of baptism, we are marked now with ashes. The treasures of this earth do not last. Our treasure is in heaven, our heart's true home. And then we enter into a time of confession uh, with uh, these words. In quiet trust, in simple words, we enter a space for prayer. As we confess our sins, both secret and public, the door to God's heart is open, and we enter into grace and mercy. And then our prayer of confession, have mercy, O God, have mercy on us. We have many treasures on earth that we hold too dearly, that we withhold from others in need. When we sin against neighbor, condone injustice, and quarrel with one another, we sin against you. Forgive us, we pray, for we are broken in spirit. Do not see us for our faults, and do not go away from us. Keep us, Lord, always in your presence, so that we may be restored to the joy of your salvation. Sustain us a willing spirit to treasure what you desire. Then our hearts will be opened in joy and gladness. In Jesus Christ, our treasure, we pray. Amen. And having uh, spoken our confession, Uh, Together and in silence in our hearts, uh, receive then this good news uh, according to God's steadfast love, according to God's abundant mercy. God does not pass judgment on us, the judgment we deserve. God creates in us clean hearts and gives a new and right spirit. In the grace of Jesus Christ, we return to God forgiven. Praise God for our salvation. Before we um, impose the ashes on our forehead by making you know, the sign of the cross on our forehead, let us pray. 
We bow our heads before you, O God, aware of our sinfulness and our shortcomings, remembering our baptism, the watermark of the cross upon us. We also receive this ashen cross upon our foreheads. Another sign that in life and in death, we belong to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, crucified, risen, and coming again, we pray. Amen. Amen. And then at our Ash Wednesday service here at the church, we will take ashes uh, and put them, make the sign of the cross with those ashes uh, on the foreheads of those who wish to participate. Uh, We invite you at home as you're listening uh, to this uh, to go ahead and do the same just with your finger or your thumb. Just make the sign of the cross uh, on your forehead as a sign uh, uh, of our own uh, mortality, our sinfulness, uh, and also the hope that we have um, beyond this life. So I invite you uh, into this time of reflection and imposition of ashes uh, with these words. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. In life and in death, I belong to God. Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Isaiah, but before we do that, let us pray. In this purple-hued season, God of mercy, we need the light of your word to break forth like the dawn. If you will guide us continually, then even the parched places in us will be like a watered garden. If words of blame are replaced with your word of grace and truth, then our crumbling foundations can be rebuilt for generations. By the power of your Holy Spirit, speak to us and do not hold back. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verses 1 through 12. Hear now the word of the Lord. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and delight to know my ways. As if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They want God on their side. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice. Look, you serve your own interests on your fast day and oppress all your workers. You fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with the wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush and lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast I chose to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor in your house when you were naked to cover them and to not hide yourself from your own kin? Then you shall break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call out and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for your help for your help. And he will say, here I am. 
If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like the watered garden, like a spring of water whose water never fails. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach and the restorer of streets to live in. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. All right, Josh. So we're going to have some prayers and close, mm-hmm. but I want to insert in here some a little bit of reflection. Yeah. Just posing the question for reflection that's here. Uh, in the Feasting on the Word resource, because I think it's a good, uh, a, a good thoughtful one. And we won't explore this uh, too deeply, but I think invite folks to think about this themselves. So uh, in some traditions, Christians are urged to uh, uh, give up something for Lent. Others decide to, to take on something uh, for the season of Lent, a new uh, spiritual practice, a spiritual form of service to others, uh, or a goal Uh, of reading scripture daily, uh, for instance. Uh, The readings from Isaiah and Matthew that are included in the lectionary uh, for this Ash Wednesday particularly invite us to take on something. Uh, Justice, service to others, prayer, fasting, etc. And then the question that they pose for reflection, what might you take on for Lent as a way of deepening your faithfulness before God? Do you give up or, or take anything on, Josh, for Lent? Um, sometimes I think this year, I think I'm going to try to do the scripture daily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, one of the things kind of going through the ordination process I got a little yep. bit out of and, um, and they kind of were like, Hey, you may want to try to think of a spiritual discipline to lean in on. And so I was like, you know what? I think that's what I'm gonna try to yep. do yep. for, uh, that. And, and, you know, again, like as a parent, I think it's, you know, Anna and I, we, we get out of that habit because, you know, we're in the church, you know, of, of reading scripture in front of Charlie and yeah. trying to instill those habits in him. Cause I think we, we get caught up a little bit in our own schedule yeah. sometimes that we don't even follow, you know, kind of the things that we suggest to people. So I think, yeah, I think Anna and I are going to try to do a little bit of scripture reading nice. every morning at the breakfast table, you know, with Charlie and who knows if he'll sit still yeah, yeah. long enough. But I think, you know, being able to kind of have that in front of him um, is something that I think we're both trying to model yeah. a lot more. Yeah, I think that's great. What uh, about y'all? Well, uh, uh, <laughs> or you, I guess. We, yeah. So mine is trite, uh, uh, but I, um, I'm going to go ahead and do it and see how it comes. I'm going to give up shaving for, for Lent, hey, <laughs> which a lot of folks will say, Hey, you got a beard and a mustache. What <laughs> shaving do you do? Yeah. But it, 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 full and I, handlebar mustache yeah, now. <laughs> I, I say it, it's trite, but, but here's the thing that's interesting. So I usually, I trim up the areas that don't grow in, uh, sure. that are thin naturally. And so uh, I've already started when I look in the mirror, I think, oh, that's scruffy. I should uh, uh, clean that up. But then there's a little reminder. And I think that this is what these practices in Lent are supposed to do. Mm -hmm. It makes me think, oh, no, I'm doing this for a particular reason. And that pause kind of points me and directs me uh, back to God, thinking about uh, what does God, as the scripture, the Isaiah passage, you said, you know, what is the the fast that God Mm -hmm. Uh, requires or would ask of us. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I like that, you know, cause yeah, that's a daily reminder of kind of what's going on yeah. and 
yeah, there's some symbolism yeah. within there. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. All right. Let's, uh, and so, yeah. Before we jump into that, um, we, we did not read the Matthew text. Yeah. Um, so we'll hit that. So it was Isaiah 58, one through 12 is what we read together. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Matthew's chapter six yeah. verses one through six and 16 through 21. If you want to read that on your own time. Yeah. Very good. And we are going to close this, uh, virtual, uh, Ash Wednesday, um, service by offering prayers of intercession and then, uh, closing, uh, with a, uh, benediction here. So, uh, we're just going to bop back and forth through these prayers and I'm going to begin. Let us, uh, pray for the needs of the world, uh, saying, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy God, as the ordinary season now turns to Lent, we pray that you will guide us in the days ahead. As we journey with Jesus Christ, give us an abiding sense of your presence, an unguarded sense of ourselves, and an awareness of the needs of this world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, as we are marked with the ashes of earth, we bring before you the frailty of our very human lives. The fragility of our health, the tenuousness of our accomplishments and plans, the changing nature of even our closest relationships. Grant us patience in suffering and healing from our ills. Give us in equal measure humility and hope in our pursuits. Bind us in covenantal love that is both constant yet able to change according to the needs and circumstances before us. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Just God, you call us to loosen the bonds of injustice, to care for those in need, to lift the burdens that bind others. We ask you to increase our courage and our will to work for the freedom and peace you envision and demand. We pray for an end to warfare and conflict, accepting our calling to be peacemakers we pray for an end to hunger and homelessness, knowing we are called to share our bread and to open our doors. We pray for an end to false righteousness, evil speech, and shallow piety in our lives, in the church, in our national life, and among all the nations. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Forever, God, we pray that your kingdom will come in fullness, that what is perishable will be raised imperishable, and that death itself will be swallowed up in victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior and Lord. Amen. 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 All right, Josh, shall I offer the charge and you want to offer the blessing and we'll... So we're going to try and do this weekly yeah. and through the season of Lent. Sorry, folks, we're not doing this every day. Mm -mm. <laughs> that was nice in Advent, but uh, I think once a week uh, will have to suffice. So I'm going to send you into this, the first week of Lent, uh, with this charge. Um, charging you to practice your piety, not before others, uh, but before God. Give generously, but quietly. Pray constantly, but uh, confidentially fast with gratitude to God and store up that which is in your heart for it cannot be taken from you. And now go forth with this blessing, the blessing of God who hears when you call 
the grace of Christ who reconciles you, the power of the Holy Spirit who sustains you, remain with you in these Lenten days and for all of your days, now and forevermore. Go in peace. Yeah.